0: Hello, and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today, we're in day five of the two week journey through Jesus's life and his teachings. Before we get started, let's uh, open with a quick word of prayer, Father God, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for all that you've done. I'm grateful for this upcoming season of celebration for your resurrection. I thank you that you loved us so much that you died for us on a cross that you went through the torment of being a man, a person, going and being tortured and then dying and rising again. I'm grateful that you loved us that much. And I just pray that as we go through this time, as we go through these readings, that we would, that I would have an open heart and mind that I would learn more, grow closer to you, that my love and affection would intensify. And I just pray that my heart would be soft, my mind and my spirit open and willing to hear you and to grow closer to you, Lord. May we hear your voice. May we learn your ways. And may we walk in the ways that you want us to walk. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today, in the fifth day of our journey, we're in Matthew 1, and we're going to be reading the entire chapter. It's an incredible chapter. It's packed full of amazing teachings of Christ. It's the Sermon on the Mount. And the Sermon on the Mount is a is just a, a great download of information from Jesus about how to live our lives, and I I get tangled up at times with this, with this message, and with this chapter, because at times I can look at it as a list of things to do and not to do, and what was interesting is just before I started my quiet time this morning I was listening to the message, and on Sirius XM. And the DJ mentioned that the Bible isn't a book telling me what to do, but a book that shows us where to find life. And that's really important because I can sit here and get absorbed into the do's and the don'ts. And the Beatitudes and these teachings can often lead me into a place where I try to be a better person. And I'm like, dang, I'm gonna, I'm not very good at being poor in spirit or meek. And I start trying to change who I am. And I start trying to, I commit, I promise God, God, I'm gonna go and be way nicer. I'm gonna be way more merciful in my heart. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so pure. And I strive to do those things. I mean, it's not because I'm doing it out of a bad place. I'm just doing it at be out of a passionate place to please God. But then what always happens is I'm trying to do it on my own and I fail. And then it's like, dude, you are so lame. You are such a loser. You cannot do anything for God. You can't do anything for anybody. And I get down on myself. And so what goes from and should be a very positive experience becomes a very negative one and just a massive beat up of me time over weeks. So when I read that or heard that about the Bible isn't a book telling me what to do, but showing me where to find life. That's really gets back to what God has been telling me for the last, you know, probably all my life, but came to my forefront of my ideas, my thoughts, you know, a couple weeks ago, where it's like, let me just rest in my arms and let me do it, quit trying to do these things, quit creating a theology in which to work and to run your life. Quit trying to be something you're not. And rest in me to accomplish whatever my goal is for you. And that's a challenge. I'm sure some of you who have been following this for you know a couple months now can see that I probably have a strong desire for control and for structure. So for me to relax and let go is a major issue and it's a major challenge of mine but when i read the sermon on the mount if i try to be that person i'm just gonna fail and i'm just gonna fail and i've trust me i've tried multiple ways of doing this okay just pick one to get better at (laughs) and that doesn't work either I've tried being a peacemaker and all I've done is fail I've tried to be meek or merciful Lord knows I've tried being pure of heart and I just fail so really this is the gold standard but really it's the like the law we can't live up to it we can't keep it all So we need to rely on Christ and accept his grace. At least that's what I've learned. So with that, let's start with verse one. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. You know, it's funny because so many of the versions of TV where I've seen this in various movies or whatever, you know, Jesus is standing up and, you know, walking along the, you know, throughout the crowds or around people like an evangelist. And the reality is he just sat down and started talking to his disciples because he was trying to get them ready for when he left us. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So that's a big list right there. And like I said, I can't ever, ever reach that as a standard. And I have to rely on God's grace, which is good because if I didn't have God's grace, which is totally undeserved, then I would never have the opportunity to get to know him, to love him, and go to heaven. Verse 13, Salt and Light. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. The Fulfillment of the Law, verse 17. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear... you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven verse 21 murder you have heard it you have heard that it was said to the people long ago you shall not murder and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment but i tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment again anyone who says to a brother or sister raka, is answerable to the court and anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to him. Then come and offer, offer your gift. This is much like, hey, if you're mad with, at your spouse, don't let the sun go down. you know, Don't go to bed angry type of deal. But these are these are standards that are extremely hard. And, you know, we're about to get into the concepts of adultery and, um, also divorce. And these are become just things in your head, just your thoughts. You don't even have to commit murder. You don't have to commit adultery. You don't have to, um, actually do any of these things. It's if you think about it or you call someone and injure them, you injure them and call them a a name like fool, you're guilt as guilty as someone who commits murder. So it becomes a very, it's a, it's a law and a standard no one can live up to. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you're still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge and the judge may hand you over to the officer and you may be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his head, in his heart. You notice that he's talking to men. (laughs) This one. Yeah. Anyways, if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. So are you seeing a few correlations or similarities? We just, in some of the other verses we read or um, within our first few days here, he talked about the salt. He talked about it's better to get rid of and sacrifice and go through some pain today than to continue in a way that causes you to go to hell. So there's there's similarities in messages that are being repeated. Generally, when things are repeated, we should pay attention. It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her the victim of adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said To the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you you cannot even make one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Verse 38, you have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. It's a very different concept than where we're at today. In our society, we're f- everyone's fighting. Everyone's fighting back. Everyone's insulting back. You know, you get on Twitter. You get on Getter. You get on uh, Truth. You get on Facebook. Everyone's pissed at each other, and they're rude, and they're mean. No one's turning the other cheek. It gets pretty depressing at times candidly i try not to get wrapped up in some of this stuff because it's just it's just too much and that's not because i'm a gentle soul it's because i will start replying and i'll be a jerk so i just have to stay away because i'm not one who wants to turn the other cheek i want to swing hard for the fences so it's just it's these are that's one this is one, I mean, they're all important, but that's one, turning the other cheek, that could be really valuable at this point in time. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are you not are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than than others? Do not even pagans do this? Be perfect therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. That's a big commission, it's a big command to be perfect. But the only way we can be is through his strength. And I think that's the key. Those are the, the key elements, the takeaways for me. I go through those beatitudes. I go through that teaching from the Sermon on the Mount. And that's not even the end of it. And it's just this standard that's so high. And only way I can do that and meet that standard is not under my own power, but the power of God only with his spirit, controlling mine, communing mine with mine. Can I even come close to meeting any of that those standards? So at this time with, as we go and get closer to Easter, I really need to, for myself, submit more and more to him. We've had a lot of topics, We've had a lot of Sunday mindsets, ideas and focuses for a week. But at the end of the day, it's the surrender of my life and my heart and my spirit to him that needs to occur because I can't do any of these things on my own. I can maybe do it for a day, but I can't do it for a lifetime and the bible is a book that shows me where to find life. And I want a life that serves him. He committed the greatest sacrifice for us, for me. It's interesting that someone was saying the other day that when Jesus was on the cross, he was thinking about me. And it's true. And I'm grateful And in order to repay that I need to be submitted to him and stop trying to do all this on my own. So that's my prayer. Thank you, father, for this time, for this day, I lift up my heart, my spirit, my being, and I pray that you would control it. I lift it up as a sacrifice to you, put it on the altar, and it's not a spotless one. It's not even a perfect one or a good one, but it is it's all I have. And Father, I just pray that you would take it and use me and bring yourself whatever glory that you you can through my, through me. I thank you for the opportunity to talk to others. I thank you for the opportunity to live in this country. And I just pray for our leaders. They make me at times just so disappointed and angry, but Lord, I pray for them and I pray a holy revival to be upon them. I pray that they would turn to you, know you, listen to you, and that our nation would be born again. I thank you for our family and our friends. I thank you for the opportunity. To worship you and to know you to have the creator of the world listen to my pleas i'm so grateful i lift up my friends and family those who are listening and i just pray for blessings to be upon them may your blessing of peace and comfort be there be with them it's in jesus name i pray amen thanks for joining just a guy in his journey back to god Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.